Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 101 of Be With Me in the Book of Acts. And we're going to do the same passage as we did yesterday because I just feel like the Lord has stopped me in my tracks about this. This We're in a little passage about the Macedonian call where the gospel goes from Asia to Europe. And uh, it talks about a, a turn of phrase. The phrase that stopped me today was the spirit of Jesus. So Paul and Silas and Timothy and probably Luke at this point have the spirit of Jesus not allow them to go uh, continue to preach in Asia and tells them to go to Macedonia. Here it is in, in 16.7. We'll start with 6. And they went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. And when they had come up to Mycenae, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So passing Bithynia, they went down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there urging him, saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go on to Macedonia, concluding that... God, so we have the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and God, had called us to preach the gospel to them. All right, so my first is a humble prayer. May my little mind please you, God, in this. And maybe I'm going to get some of this wrong, but I am trying, and I'm trying to use the words you've given me as well as some of the people that I've referred to experts in the field. And uh, just appreciating the fact that this is a unique turn of phrase. The Spirit of Jesus is not used elsewhere elsewhere in Scripture. The Spirit of Jesus Christ is, the Spirit of God is, the Spirit of Christ is, and the Spirit of God is. But this, the Spirit of Jesus, this is the only place. So the, one of the things about going through you know, every line is you come across these lines that sort of disturb you. And so if you want to get all meta on this, think about this. The spirit of Jesus inside me right now as I sit and talk to you is causing me to pause at this phrase, the spirit of Jesus. So the spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit within me, is causing me to stop here and pay attention to the spirit of Jesus. Now, I wonder if I've gotten this concept a little wrong, and if so, what difference has it made uh, you know, I've done, I don't know, six or seven hundred podcasts, and, you know, I guarantee you there's there's been a mistake or two in, in those. So I hope that doesn't say, hey, run run for the hills. No, I think, I hope what it means is come back uh, tomorrow. So I wonder if I've gotten, you know, could I do a better job, more informed, more Trinitarian look at this, this phrase? Uh, could I be better led inside my heart with not only the Holy Spirit, but the Spirit of Jesus and maybe the Spirit of God. Maybe I'm not accessing, assessing, accessing this powerful uh, uh, plan that the Lord has given. And, I'm, and certainly I just want to be hungry for the, for the Lord. So previously, let me just exaggerate. Jesus is done on the planet. He uh, goes to heaven. He sits down at the right hand of the Father. Job done. And he tags off. To the Holy Spirit, and then the Holy Spirit is here to indwell us, and Jesus just sits on deck until he comes again. But this passage seems to say that that is probably an 
simplistic for sure, and maybe inaccurate picture of what the Lord has for us. So my question is, who is this spirit of Jesus, and what would it mean if I had the spirit of Jesus residing in me? Um, uh, Many of the commentators say the spirit of Jesus just plain out equals the Holy Spirit. And if so, like, hey, wow, maybe you have the spirit of Jesus within you too. And if so, I bless you. We just don't talk like this very often, that the Holy Spirit, the spirit of Jesus may be strong in you. And I think through the Bible, names have power. Names carry power. And so this name of the spirit of Jesus probably has a an import that we should get our arms around it a little bit. And we certainly don't want to shortchange the Holy Spirit. Our Christianity is a faith of beliefs, and the faiths, our faith is a lot based on words from God. Uh, and so whether we call this the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of Jesus, that should affect me. And perhaps I've shortchanged the Holy Spirit because, number one, I know a lot about Jesus's character and interactions and um, his the way he trusted in the Father and what he did at creation and trusting. And now I've got the Holy Spirit indwelling me. And if this is the Spirit of Jesus, then I certainly want to access that. All right. So it's practical and important in the passage because these guys, uh, these apostles, as they're traveling, are using the Holy Spirit. They're using the Spirit of Jesus. They're using... Uh, God's impact on them to make decisions, to preach positively in some place and then not preach in other places. So they're dependent upon this process to, to have the spiritual yes and also to have the spiritual no. And remember, negative spiritual guidance is true guidance. So the main point of the passage, some people say, is this divine call, this divine godly leading, and kind of like don't go if God doesn't call you. And it's a call to something, which is to Macedonia, and it's a call from something, which is I don't want you preaching in Asia, at least right now, that they're prevented from preaching the word in the province of Asia at that particular time because God wanted them to go to, to Europeans, what later is going to be called Europe, European soil. All right, so the Holy Spirit, I think it just shortchanges it a little bit is to say the Holy Spirit equals the Spirit of Jesus, poof. And some some of the commentators literally ignored this phrase, and some had a single sentence on it. I just read you one. And I think maybe that there's this vast, perhaps poorly understood, at least by me, under, uh, reference to the Trinity. And it behooves us to know which what God, how God wants to know, because how we understand that, that's the DNA that he like puts inside of us. So it's a foundational concept to him, and he wants us to sort of get it right. How does God want to be known? And I think this is a big revelation of who God is, and uh, I probably don't fully understand it, but I also don't want to gloss over it. Okay, so in conclusion, I think that the spirit of Jesus is perhaps more complex uh, than uh, I previously understood. It's more full, more resourced, which means I'm probably utilizing it less than I should, and there's more horsepower. So in the meantime, I pray that the spirit of Jesus may speak loudly to you. I will see you tomorrow.